Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we're covering a new destination across Sun, City, Cruise, USA, Worldwide and Camping Holidays. Today we'll be exploring one of the most well-known wine regions in France, Bordeaux. Bordeaux, located in southwest France on the banks of the Garonne River, is famous for wine from wine production. It has 287,000 acres of vineyards, producing 960 million bottles of wine annually, to the world's main wine fair, Fin Expo, and its own wine museum, City du Vin. After Paris, it's home to the highest number of preserved historical buildings in a French city, and its historic area is described as an outstanding urban and architectural ensemble of the 18th century on UNESCO's World Heritage List. Outside Bordeaux, the Dordogne and Lot Valley is filled with medieval towns like uh, saint Emilion and Sarlat, towering castles and more rolling vineyards. It's an ideal destination for a road trip to really experience France. So to tell us all about Bordeaux and beyond, we're going to be talking to Peter, our CMO, about his recent family holiday. So how was your trip, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. Very good. Um, there's more to Bordeaux than wine. I just, <laughs> <laughs> Although I did see a bit of wine around when I went I'd down there. So. Um, yeah, so we this was a, a, a different type of family holiday mm. this time of the year. Like a lot of families, when we were first to, forced to travel in, in July or August, um, we looked for something a bit different this time. It would normally be the beach and maybe combining a city with that, but normally in Spain. So this time we decided to do something a little bit different um, and go to France. I've never been to France. Um, I've been to Paris, but mm. I don't really see France. that as being France. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have no French. I've never <laughs> studied French in school. I'm not a Francophile, so it was really a new experience uh, for me. Uh, my daughters just started doing uh, French in school, so it was a bit kind of around that too to kind of introduce her to French and uh, the language and, and the culture. So we decided to go down. Um, we went down um, on our Lingus flight. And what struck us uh, about that was um, it's so close. Mm. It's only just over an hour and a half away. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're used to traveling two or three hours to where we want to get to. So it's very, very quick flight uh, down there. Um, and really good times. Aer Lingus fly, um, I think it's pretty much every day. Daily, yeah. The, the flight out was one o'clock, uh, arriving local time, 4 p.m. It's a nice time, all right. Really, yeah, very nice. Um, and it was good coming back too. It was 16.35 coming back, arrived local time, 17.40. So it's a nice part of the day to be traveling. You're not up at, in the middle of the night mm. um, getting to the airport. And Ryanair, I'll, I'll travel down there as well. So there's loads of options to get down there. Yeah, Ryanair actually have, I mean, they're three times weekly. Uh, during the summer and twice weekly during the winter. Yeah. Um, but again, they they you know obviously Aer Lingus are daily, but it's great to have uh, the Ryanair ones are Thursday and Sunday. Mm. Um. So you can literally do a you can do a weekend. weekend. You can do a Thursday. You can. Weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And again, the times are really good. The times are morning out and afternoon back. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're they're very good. Mm. Um. So once we we got down there, um, we had a, a transfer booked. Um. We click and go. And Who we else? got into the course <laughs> and we got into the city quite quickly. Um, it was about half an hour or so. That's very good. So not too far away. So initially we, we, we stayed in a hotel. Um, it was near the train station. It was the Hilton Garden Inn. Mm. Uh, it was very, it's a new hotel, uh, very modern. 
it's in a part of the city that's being built up. Um, but it is a bit of a bit of a distance from the centre, as we found out. Yeah, generally ones near the train stations are a bit of a, a bit of a distance. It, yeah, it, it had, um, I suppose, um, some logic to it in the in, in the sense that um, we were hiring a car from the train station, mm. so it was just around the corner. But we flew in on the Wednesday and were hiring the car on the Friday, so we had a couple of nights there. Mm. So the first night we we went down, we walked down to the town. And you can imagine it's quite hot down there. Yeah, so. <laughs> Early thirties, um, so the, the walk feels a little bit longer. Mm. Um, but um, and um, we, I didn't know too much about the town beforehand. So really, kind of researching, kind of on the way over, and and when we uh, got there, so we found a, a great restaurant that was uh, recommended on. Uh, TripAdvisor Le Confidential it's called we'll put the notes <laughs> in the in the podcast because I'm probably pronouncing everything French incorrectly just <laughs> oh. to get that out there same in my intro no <laughs> doubt I pronounced everything wrong yeah um, but because it was um, we had walked uh, a little bit in but we also looked at um, kind of getting uh, a lift in so we actually hired an Uber um, which is very easy to do down there um, it was only about a 10 minute drive but as I said in, in the, the heat, heat yeah. you'd need it <laughs> and to know exactly where you're going so we booked it on um, uh, the the uh, the restaurant and we went down we didn't know what to expect it was quite informal mm. you know um, but the food overall Unreal. was very something very different than what I would normally be, be used to especially going to Spain mm. or maybe Italy what did you have? So we, we, we decided to start with a box of tapas. Uh, and obviously we're not in Spain, so we, <laughs> we had certain experience of tapas in Spain, but this is a very different <laughs> type of box of tapas. This sounds interesting. Yeah. Got some frog's legs. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was pretty much everything <laughs> that you think of in terms of French food. But the escargot was there. Oh, I love obviously. a good escargot. So um, it, I guess it's something that it's a bit like marmite. You either you know, love it or hate it. If you it. like calamari, you'd like escargot. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's the same kind of texture. The texture is L- interesting. Yes, love, the texture is interesting. Yeah. Love snails. I'd eat them any time I can see them. I don't know. Oh yeah, God. and a nice garlicky butter. They're delicious. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we had some escargot. Not my kind of thing, uh, but the kids enjoyed it. Um, and it kind of part of the whole trip was to get into experience, experience yeah, in <laughs> new things. And then the rest of the tapas was, was really nice. It was kind of various cheeses, as you can imagine. Um, I think there's something ridiculous like 50 different cheeses or something that they have around Bordeaux and its outer oh, wow. regions where we're kind of used to cheddar. <laughs> so yeah, I think France is the country that produces the most cheese in the world, all right. Yeah, it's very, uh, and it was very different type of cheese. And then they had various kind of meats, as you would expect, and, and prawns. But the box of tapas in itself, only for nine euro for four of us, was very good, very different. Nine euro per person? Yeah, no, for the four of us. That's really yeah, good value. Yeah, it was a kind of a starter now that the, the box of tapas mm. kind of give you a taste. Um, and then we pretty much all went into the duck. <laughs> 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 the duck is really nice. Again, not something like, you know, it was fillet of duck. It was really, really tasty. Um, not something I've kind of ever really tasted here because mm. it's normally like how much fat is on the duck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is just pure fillet. Uh, it was really, really nice. But the whole evening was nice. Um a different type of food and obviously the wines were very nice as well. Obviously. The wine is very, very reasonable. It's kind of nearly cheaper than the water. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So you need lots of water because it's very hot, but then you're, you're kind of you a bit of, of wine, wine as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was kind of the first evening and then we kind of, um, we did walk back um, t- uh, from the kind of the centre where the restaurant was to the hotel 
Um, and as I said, I wouldn't, if I was going back, I would not book that hotel mm. because you're walking back at night past the train station, which is always a colourful experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you kind of have to have your wits, wits about you. <laughs> have to have your wits about you. So, um, and then the next day, you know, we only had really one full day there, uh, and there was um, a lot of clamour to visit this uh, Rue Saint Catherine, which is um, a shopping street. Okay. But it's 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 kind of said to be one of the you know, if not the longest shopping streets in, in Europe. I can testify that it's long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, and we went up and down and up and down and up and down looking for various shops yeah. um, for a particular type of footwear, shall we say. Oh, no. oh really? <laughs> That's in, in the heat. Uh, and, and that was my son looking for that. Oh, <laughs> oh really? <laughs> uh, but the heat, yeah, was, was, was fairly intense. That's intense uh, but shopping this, this, experience, this, all right. Yeah, the street starts at the very kind of bottom near, near the river and then works way back um, into the kind of the heart of the city. But it is, and as you go kind of start at the start, you've got all the real well-known brand names. Mm. And as you go further and further back, it gets kind of more local okay. and more local. So you, but you get to the end, you're nearly kind of at a market. Nearly time know. for a glass of wine. Oh, it's definitely time. It's way overdue <laughs> for a glass of wine. Did your son get the runners you wanted? No. Was, was it runners? No, no, runners, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm sure you know, Stephen, when it comes to uh, runners and boys, they're, they're very particular. Very, <laughs> very, very particular. Yeah. And they come, the names and the brands they come up with, it's like, yeah. but is, are they not all the same? No. no it's Stephen, always an education no. for me to kind of, okay, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. even know that brand existed. <laughs> there you go. Your, your pocket important. probably did. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, we, we didn't actually... Um, yeah, we didn't get them. No, we didn't get them. Mm. Um, but we pretty much spent the day kind of in and around Rue St. Catherine mm. and, and looking at the shops and not something you want to do all the time, but it was just mm. that kind of once off experience. Um, and then um, the evening just chilled out somewhere local to the hotel because we were hiring the car. So the car, we hired the car again through Click and Go Hertz with Hertz. We have some very good rates uh, from Hertz down in France. Um, um, loaded up the car and basically headed off into the country. So it's a good city break in its own. And I'll talk a bit more about when we came back because we had uh, a couple of days there too. Um, but just going down, it's very close, very accessible. Um, um, the food is amazing. The wine is amazing. But if, you, if you're if you including it as part of a, a longer holiday, mm. you know, with, with the family, um, you know, there's loads of opportunities to hire a car and just go out uh, into the countryside. Um, and that's kind of what we did uh, a bit as well. And when I say countryside, I mean remote, <laughs> really, really remote. And had you booked your were they B and Bs or get country there, houses, there, guest there houses? Were, houses yeah, there was a couple of B and Bs and there was uh, one hotel. So the the B and Bs, the only caveat we had with the B and Bs was that they had a swimming pool. Mm. Mm. Um, essential for that essential, kind of heat. Essential, yeah. Um, and uh, luckily, we were able to find a couple uh, that did have a pool. So the first place we went to was in a small uh, town called Chapdoul. Uh, in the middle of nowhere, literally. Um, and, you know, you need you need a GPS because you would never find it <laughs> without the GPS. Took a few wrong turnings as you do, but it's all part of the adventure. Yeah, yeah. I'm always amazed that when we went to France, it was in the days before GPS and my parents managed to find their ways to all these different places in France. Yeah, that, yeah hats off to that, definitely, because yeah. I don't know how you would do it. My mum thinks left is right and my dad would get lost in the city centre of Dublin. So I, it's... Amazing that we got there and back. But all these little towns, am I right in thinking they're all, they're nowhere near a motorway. So it's, you come off a motorway and then it's yeah, we, country Regional roads. Yeah. We got off, we got out of Bordeaux. It's quite quickly when you get out of Bordeaux because the motorway is uh, very accessible. And before you know it, like 20 minutes, 25 minutes later, you're in the countryside. Mm. Mm. 
Um, and then you kind of branch off again into remote and it's some of the roads. Yeah, they're only built for one car. So you yeah. nearly think that you're um, in the wrong place. And, you know, you start to think of those films that you see. <laughs> and you think, this is not good. <laughs> you're driving over roaming <laughs> yeah. hills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and the GPS that we had was as, kind of, you know, as part of the car. So it was all in French. <laughs> I didn't oh, no. figure out how to turn Switch it, it to over. English. But yeah, so it was all coming in French. But you kind of you have to keep your wits about you. Good experience for your daughter. Yes, <laughs> yes, with her yeah, French. Yeah. Well, we know what left is and right is now. <laughs> At least she does, hopefully. Um, but we stayed in, in this place. Uh, it was a small B&B called uh, La Bastide in Chapdoul. It was really nice. It was really quiet, uh, very well looked after. A piece of land on a couple of acres and they had a quite a sizable pool there uh, there was some other people staying there from um, France and you know we kind of shared breakfast with them and um, shared a, a, an evening meal so you, mm-hmm. you, you kind of do it yourself you have access to a kitchen and it was really good because they were they had some English so they could include you know um, the likes of me um, <laughs> but there was also some French being spoken so you got a real sense of, of the culture um, and of course, a lot of French people have, have visited Ireland, so they've always, you know, lots yeah. to talk about yeah. in terms of um, Ireland and what they've seen. Mm. So, but that gave us a kind of a base to go up to two really interesting places. One is called uh, Brantom, um, which is kind of on the northern edge of the Dardan uh, region. And that's a medieval kind of town. It was um, famous for its uh, Benedictine Abbey. It started off like nearly in the Stone Age with caves being hollowed out and you can go into the caves and it's amazing. You go from searing hot heat and you go into the caves. It's nice and cooling um, <laughs> to walk around. And the Benedictine Abbey is, you know, it's full of culture. Very interesting um, to see it. And Brantom itself is a really kind of quaint village. Um, again, you would think in the middle of nowhere, but it's a quite a sizable village and mm. you just chill out there and walk around some great restaurants um, and again, just full of full of culture and, and very different maybe to, you know, if you're kind of the beach holiday kind of um, piece. So, you know, you, you could go up there to spend um, a few hours, then back to the B&B. We chilled out again. The next day we went to a place called um, Perijou, which again, um, slightly bigger town. Um, but we we I'm not sure we got the right timing on this when we when we landed because there was the festival going on. Oh, very and nice. They had part of the kind of inner um, town uh, fenced off, so you kind of had to pay into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was bedlam. Like once you <laughs> you got into the inner circle, because it was a Sunday, we went there and major festival. I'm not sure what the festival was, but everybody seemed in the whole region was in that like kind of ringed off, fenced off area. Oh wow. Um, there was lots of you know, food and um, drink and entertainment going on. Um, good atmosphere for exploring. It was an amazing atmosphere and, and really good to see it um, and just experience it. Um, but I'd say if you're going back, you probably want to check out when the festivals are, if you want to check them <laughs> out, but maybe the day or bef- the day after as well to check out when it's not festival when it's day because <laughs> you might see more of it. Uh, but a, a really interesting place to visit too. So we stayed uh, two nights in the B&B and then we headed off to Sarlat, um, mm-hmm. which is probably one of the best known uh, yeah, towns. I think it's one yeah. of the most preserved medieval towns in yeah. the region. Um, so again, like it, it's quite a big town. Um, we stayed in a, a three-star hotel, kind of about 10 minute drive away. The three-star was perfect. It was really um, clean. Um, the, the breakfasts were very good. It had a pool. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> They all had to have pools. Um, and only 10 minute drive away. So you could kind of go in, um, have a look around, do your... Um, 
whatever kind of shopping or, you know, you can go down for lunch or dinner and then just drive back and kind of relax. Enjoy the pool and enjoy the, the pool. Yeah. But again, we you could use that um, as a, a base to visit and explore um, some of the country. So we went into, uh, we drove up into a vineyard one day. Sure you'd have to. <laughs> had a look around at the wine making process and how, how all that works. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, got a flavour of the local wines, as you would. A little sip. Yeah, a little sure sip, yeah. Be rude to visit a vineyard and not try yeah, out the yeah. produce. But again, it's great to jump in the car and just drive off because, again, it's in the middle of nowhere. Mm. And, and it's kind of the GPS. And they, the vineyard we, we visited was really in the middle of nowhere. And again, you're thinking, are we on the road to nowhere here? <laughs> <laughs> or is there, the GPS says no, keep going. But you're kind of thinking, oh, this looks very narrow. You have to trust, have to trust it. <laughs> you have to trust yeah. it, yeah. And I, the GPS doesn't probably bring you the, you know, the safest way. It probably brings you the, the straightest way. way. Yeah. Mm. So you're kind of crossing over a lot of the main arteries. Mm. Um, again, but you're seeing the countryside. Um, and luckily, the scenic route. Yeah, the scenic route, yeah. And luckily, the weather was amazing. Um, mm. We were there for 13 days and we only had one afternoon of rain. That's so I was really a bit good. nervous going down about the weather. And mm. would we see sun? Um, but we see we did and it was like yeah late 20s early 30s nice. it was hot not very hot it was only really hot you could only really feel the heat when you're in the city yeah. or, or, or one of the bigger towns like Sarlat but Sarlat again is an amazing place full of culture um, but so many restaurants so many <laughs> restaurants in such a short kind of space and all of the restaurants uh, had these set menus mm. so you could you know with a family of four you know, it can kind of multiply very quickly when you're paying for dinner. So the set menu started off at about 15 euro for a three course meal and then would go up, you know, up to 25, 30 euro. But the 15 course, 15 euro course uh, was very good. Um, and again, f- typical French food. So I think we had four or five days until we kind of got that out of our system. Okay. <laughs> we got all the French food <laughs> out of our system um, and we kind of started to explore some other uh, you know, types of food. But um, it, it was very different, uh, you know, if you've never been in France before mm. uh, to experience. Yeah, the food is very unique. It is very, very uh, unique, yeah. One of the va- places we, we visited too from the kind of home base of Sarlat was the place called uh, La Roque Cachet. Um, really, really interesting from a, an historical point of view. Um, it started off... Um, uh, when the people, local inhabitants, like hundreds of years ago, obviously started building um, their houses in, into the side of the mountain, uh, more as a kind of protection from invaders, I suppose, that they would have had then. Mm. But over time, it became more and more of a fortress. Mm. Um, and uh, the river, we took a, a, a riverboat trip up around it. There's four or five really big uh, chateaus or castles kind of dotted around uh, kind of the bend of the river in, around La Rocache. Um, really, really interesting place. It was exempt, apparently, from uh, uh, taxes because it was uh, nice. so <laughs> uh, well fortified for four or five hundred years. Um, and I can't remember the king now, uh, but in the 17th or 16th century, maybe uh, when the, the, the king um, kind of came to power, he decided that it should no longer be tax exempt. And he <laughs> wanted all the taxes returned from the last Bad few dated. hundred years. <laughs> So apparently the owner of the town had to sell the town back to the king just to kind of uh, clear the debt. debt, Yeah, (laughs) but it's a really, really interesting place um, to visit again. And um, every day 
you know, you'll see about, uh, apparently they were telling us four or 5,000 canoeists um, rowing down the river, um, just normal kind of families, whatever, just taking in the surroundings. Um, and it's only about, again, half an hour from Salat. So very accessible and mm. definitely worth a, a day out if you're in that part of the world. You didn't canoe up and down the river, no? No, I just, just jumped on the boat. So <laughs> took the handy option. <laughs> very good. <laughs> Sounds like an ideal little day trip. It was, it was, it was, uh, yeah, I would highly recommend it, um, especially again for a family. Very good. Were these towns touristy, like were they, were they full of tourists or was it because they were, I want to say isolated, you know, was it, was it so busy with tourists that you couldn't enjoy it or? No, Brantom definitely wasn't. Um, Perigeux was just festival day, so that was a bit uh, yeah. unique. different, unique, mm. yeah. Sorlat, uh no, it, it was busy for sure, but it wasn't overly busy. Um, and you didn't get the sense that there was coach loads of people mm. kind yeah. of being dropped and just the place being manic. It got busy in the evening time about seven when people went out for dinner and, and, and they do go out for dinner about seven. So I think one day we didn't get into the centre until about half seven, quarter to eight. And it was difficult to find okay. a table. Oh, really? so it's not like Spain where you go out much later yeah. and you eat maybe about 10 o'clock here. Like everybody was done and dusted by half nine, ten. Um, I don't know why that's the French I guess uh, but the tourists were there were definitely eating earlier uh, plus there was mostly French tourists okay yeah we didn't see a lot of um, kind of English or Irish or I suppose you know, it'd be kind of off the beaten track for English and Irish they'd be going more to the the beach beach yeah, yeah. possibly beach yeah resorts. so it, it is something different mm. um, so but a lot of French a lot of French coming down from Paris and kind of northern France mm. Um we met people from Switzerland who had driven down. So everything's accessible by car yeah. as well for yeah. these yeah. guys. So they drive down. For, what for us would seem like a long drive, six <laughs> hours. <laughs> You're kind of off the island. Um, but um, for them, yeah, it wasn't wasn't really uh, a big thing. So we stayed in um, Sirlat for f- uh, five nights and kind of really just uh, chilled out. And again, it's a really good to have a base there. Mm-hmm. Not in the centre, just kind of out of the centre. But really, but accessible. And have a pool, yeah. so that'd be your typical kind of, you know, holiday, holiday kind mm-hmm. of piece, yeah. Um, and then we left, and we went off, um, possibly to one of the highlights of of the holiday. We went to a place close to San Silvestre, Sarlat, and again, this is the B and B in the middle of nowhere, nowhere again. <laughs> Um, so much in the middle of nowhere that we got lost a couple of times. It drove into some houses where people were kind of looking at us in a quizzical way, going, who are you? What are you doing here? <laughs> are and you we're going, we've arrived. You're going, for what? <laughs> <laughs> so we had to kind of um, yeah, make some uh, phone calls and have some conversations trying to figure out where it was. It was, mm. it was quite um, remote. remote. But we found it. And when we found it, it was well worth it because... It was, if you could picture, um, kind of up on a, a mount, uh, a hillside overlooking kind of uh, a valley. Mm. And and we ordered uh, a meal for the evening time. And it was just like the sun setting over the valley. Oh, wow. Um, nobody else around. And they put on an amazing uh, meal for us. Um, the, the, the B&B, again, the pronunciation here, but uh, Larice de Rockford, uh, we'll put it in the notes. <laughs> but I would highly recommend it. It was like just to... Uh, very picturesque very unique and the house itself we were staying in it was like time had stood still for the last hundred years oh really so we were walking in eventually my daughter was looking at me going not sure about this place (laughs) again (laughs) films in her head going (laughs) they never came back (laughs) gonna get murdered in our sleep (laughs) yeah yeah but it was it was really nice um, run by uh, a local family 
and they because it's so remote they put on dinner if you request it because you wouldn't be driving anywhere mm. not like maybe Stralat within 10 minutes yeah. you kind of access to uh, different restaurants here it was remote and again that was kind of you know part of the adventure if you will mm. to try and find somewhere different yeah and uh, to drive out into the countryside, see the local culture again, um, meet some French people. <laughs> Definitely sounds like you achieved it. Yeah, <laughs> no, we did. We did. That That was particularly um, just so different, mm. you know, to what you would, would normally do. And then uh, we came back, uh, back in the car, loaded it up back into Bordeaux um, for a couple of nights before we, we left. So it was only actually <coughs> when we came back to Bordeaux that, I guess we were in a place to start exploring it mm. because the first time it was was very quick and maybe the focus was on what was coming after. Yeah. It. So um, we we went to I suppose the place where most people should go when they visit a city, but sometimes don't. We went to the tourist office. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good place to start. Always a good place to start and uh, mild, mindful of information. So they uh, recommended us we buy a city pass you know mm-hmm. um a little card that you can get that gets you access um to loads of of different uh, attractions but we decided to go to two places one of them where you've kind of alluded to um already Eleanor and that was the uh, la city du vin which Better is pronunciation than me. <laughs> it's basically a, a building on the outskirts uh, the other direction from the train station that is all about the history of wine and they've got this kind of custom built building for it. Mm. Very unusual uh, architectural um, you know, building. Um, but you go into it and you go up to a second floor and it's kind of uh, they bring you through the history of wine from very early days, 2000 years ago, all through now. How French, the French have influenced wine, how Bordeaux has influenced wine production, the different uh, types of wine. Um, and it's a very sensory experience um, and immersive experience because there's lots of audio visual um, and you go around with the earpiece in mm. and, yeah. and you're kind of learning about English. But it's very kind of modern in terms of the tech used because you just go from exhibit to exhibit and it'll kind of detect where you are and it'll start playing the right piece of audio. Um, and we went up with the, with the city pass. So you have to go before 12 in order for the city pass uh, to work. <laughs> so we went in and you could spend about four hours walking around this oh, wow. exhibition um, because at each stage you're, you stop and are listening to a, a piece. And it is really very interesting. I think we were there at least two, two and a half hours um, before we kind of decided to, to move on. But I didn't listen to all there was to listen to. Just, mm. Like you could spend four hours there, no problem. And that was on the second floor. And then you go up to the fifth floor with views overlooking Bordeaux. Um, but on the way out to the views... They have all the wine mm. lined up. <laughs> so, of course, you kind of have to you partake have to, yeah. in this part to. of this, the city pass and the entrance here. Um, Making your money they're, back. They're giving you some wine to taste. <laughs> so it was, it was really, really nice to taste some wine in this building. It's very unique uh, and overlooking the whole city of Bordeaux. Mm. The kids had grape juice. <laughs> they didn't have any wine. <laughs> Uh, not quite for them yet, yeah. <laughs> but I'd highly recommend La Cité du Vin. It, it, it's a really interesting place. Um, and that was in the morning. So we kind of had to rush back then in the afternoon because you're doing the open top bus. Yeah. Mm. Um, the Visio tour, it's called. And I had seen it the day before and I had noticed that the the roof kind of top is pulled back. And I said, well, I don't want to be where the rooftop is not pulled back mm. because it's very 
uh, hot. So everybody got on beforehand and the roof was pulled over and we went down and we sat right down the back. So I'm not taking any chances there. And then lo and behold, just before we set off, the roof starts retracting. Oh. <laughs> and it retracted nearly nearly to the last two or three seats. Yeah. So you could see people looking back kind of longingly going, any room back there? Because it's <laughs> too hot up here. Um, so if you're getting on it, make sure you want to be in the shade to sit at the back because they do retract the roof. And it does get toasty. And it does get toasty. And that lasts for uh, 70 minutes. So you're going around the city for 70 minutes um, getting a tour. So it does get hot mm. at this time of year anyway. But again, I would highly, highly recommend it. But the the, the city pass booklet that we are giving, like, we didn't get to see loads of stuff on this. There's so many things to see. There's, there's there seems to be a huge amount of museums. Sea Sea and Marine uh, Museum, Aquitaine Fine Arts Museum, uh, Bordeaux itself Museum, Contemporary Art Museum. There's loads of different museums there that we didn't get to visit, uh, unfortunately. Didn't have jam packed city break. Didn't have the time, yeah. But I think the preparation side, like if 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 you're aware of the city pass and you can download an app onto your phone beforehand mm. Mm. Um, and just go into the, the the, the tourist office then and you can kind of plan it um, maybe a bit more meticulously <laughs> <laughs> just, just <laughs> on the open an ad hoc <laughs> <laughs> just, just on the open top bus is it such a compact city like w- w- were you able to see the majority of the city on the bus or are there so many small side streets that you couldn't get down is, is you know I found like for example in Seville it was great because the bus went down all the side streets mm. um, however in Rome you know, as great as Rome is, you're really on a on a on, on a, a on a bus route, like mm. on ma- on major roads, sort of. And you don't obviously you can't get down to the Spanish Steps and the Trevi Fountain things like that. But is that the sort of layout of Bordeaux? Or were you able to see most of the stuff on the? Yeah, no, we we were able to see most of it. Um, if you imagine uh, Bordeaux and the river, like if you think of the the Liffey, maybe, uh, and think of uh, maybe two or three times the width of that, mm. the river is, is huge. So what what the the consequence of that was is that the majority of the city was built on one side of the river okay. over time because mm. they they were they weren't confident enough of building a bridge because <laughs> there's very strong currents apparently in, in the Gorgon. Oh, okay. uh, so the, most of the city got built on one side, um, and it is medieval. So yeah, some of it is not accessible yeah, by yeah, bus, yeah. but the majority of it is accessible enough to see the interesting points, the old kind of city walls and yeah. the various massive gates that they had to the city walls. You can kind of see that and get a sense of, OK, I'll mark that and I'll, I'll come back to Brilliant. that yeah. uh, if I have the time. Um, and then it goes down to, you know, the um, the La City du Vin and, and crosses to the other side of the river then and kind of comes up. But most most of the city, the interesting places are on one side. But you could get to see it. Yeah. Brilliant. And it's easy enough to walk around as well. It is. It is easy enough to walk around. Um, and I guess that the, the main central um, part of it is the uh, Palace de la Bourse um, and you might have seen this before it's um, they have this kind of um, piece in front of it it's it's a water mirror essentially so it's a re- it's, it's like a, a massive flat piece of um, concrete where water comes up only a couple of millimetres above okay. the base so when it's all still it basically reflects this massive big palace okay. in front of um, the river um, it's probably one of the most iconic kind of pictures yeah. um, that you might see for Bordeaux. 
and we were there for Bastille Day. Okay, oh, very good. Which oh, wow. wasn't <laughs> planned necessarily, just kind of <laughs> happened. So we arrived on, on the Sunday and uh, in the evening time at about um, 11 p.m., they had down by this kind of waterfront by the Palace de la Bourse, they had uh, this kind of massive fireworks display and it, like the whole town, it seemed, <laughs> was down, there. <laughs> down by the by the riverfront. But uh, the sort of the fireworks was amazing and it was kind of special to be there on Bastille Day. Yeah. But mm. any night, um, especially obviously during the summer, any night, the whole area in front of the river um, around this kind of big water uh, mirror, you have people kind of picnicking and mm. out relaxing and enjoying the evening. It, it's a very wide space and people just literally come down in their groups and sit down on the grass. So it's kind of the space between the river and the, the city proper. Yeah. Mm. It really relaxed and chilled out. Lovely. Yeah, so. It sounds good. It'd be very, very different if that was in Dublin now. But yeah, <laughs> it did occur to me. All right, <laughs> what would it be like in Dublin or any uh, town or city in yeah. Ireland? An absolute mess. But there was, there was, it was very chilled out vibe. Mm. Really chilled out. Safe, secure, all yeah, that. Yeah, loads of, stuff, of yeah. families yeah. down there, mm. um, and loads of different types of kind of groups. There was kind of you know teenagers, um, young adults, families. Um, older people mm-hmm. all kind of mingling and integrating um, and yet like people were um, having their wine or their beer um, with their picnic and it was just there was no real um, you know it felt very safe yeah mm-hmm. and are there like uh, food stalls and all, all around or, or people buying or the, people bring their own food they would bring their own food okay. yeah there was you know there's restaurants facing the riverfront yeah. mm-hmm. um, but certainly for the for the two nights that we saw when we arrived and on, on Bastille Day people would just bring their own they bring their bags and just lay out the the the, the rug or whatever and just chill, chill out. out. Yeah, and it was really you know you could it was very warm, uh, as you can imagine, and yeah, no hassle at all. Yeah, sounds lovely actually. Yeah, sounds yeah. like a fab little spot. It is. It is. I'd highly recommend it. As I said, we only got to start to explore it. Um, as I said, the the, the city pass is a must, um, and you can get the city pass for twenty four, forty eight, or seventy two hours. The the one that uh, we got was for twenty four hours was twenty nine euro, but it does save you if you're going. It saved us just on the two excursions. You know, the more you fit in, mm. <laughs> the better value mm. it is for you. Um, you could certainly do four or five museums in a day if that's your thing, um, as part of the city um, pass. Um, but it's 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 the city itself. It's got amazing restaurants in it everywhere. Mm. Uh, as we were kind of getting more into it, as we were nearly coming home, you're explore, ex- like exploring and finding these kind of piazzas that, you know, kind of uh, Italian style. They were just kind of filled with restaurants that yeah. we hadn't discovered, um, you know, in the first few days. Mm. It's just as you start to go off the beaten track. There's like it's a city that just kind of unfolds the more you get into it. It's walkable, yeah, for sure. It's, it's not as big as Rome, definitely not. But there's a lot of Roman influence, I think, in the architecture. Um, uh, but and it's so close, like it's only an hour and a half away. Yeah, it's a great spot for a city break. What 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 I'm doing? I'll get break. back. Actually, I'll, I'll get you to highlight to me where all those piazzas are. And I'll go and load some hotels and put them on staff picks, okay? <laughs> um, but I think that's, it really has opened my eyes as to, mm. you know, a short flight city break, sunny city break as well. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's... And uh, what did the kids make of it They had a, as a different type of no, summer they, holiday? They, they really enjoyed it. They certainly enjoyed the food, mm. that's for sure, because it was very different. Um, and the, the culture was, yeah, new to them as well. Mm. Mm. And they enjoyed that. And didn't miss the beach. 
because they had the pools. Mm. I think if you don't have the pools, it could be a problem. Yeah, yeah. I think the pools are essential, especially in July. Yeah, yeah. But just you, you'll find the pools, just, you know, some B&Bs there uh, that will have them. And we uh, left it quite late to book. So I think we only booked in, it was nearly late April, early May. Oh, so wow. there would have been a, a wider choice if we had uh, done it earlier. But I would recommend that as a city break in itself, mm. there's lots to explore, two, three, four nights. As a broader family type break, if you want to hire a car and go off into the countryside and experience that, there's loads of interesting towns. Um, and yeah, just somewhere different. The French language, I wouldn't say it's something that would, should hold you back. Uh, especially in Bordeaux, all the menus are in English mm. uh, as well as French, but they pretty much look at you and go, here's the English language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that's not an issue uh, either. Um, and again, I'd say, you know, we probably went at the hottest time of the year. Definitely. These cities are always a bit more, you know, bearable when you go outside of July and August, but that's the only time we could go, like a lot of families. But it's somewhere different. Um, the plane going down was very full Irish mm. people the plane come back was very full with a lot of French people as well <laughs> um, but it's somewhere different and I definitely recommend it the food is definitely something um, that you wouldn't come across very often the wine obviously speaks for itself there's lots of attractions there lots to keep uh, everybody happy um, there's great shopping there mm. too not to be forgotten no that street sounds like some shopping street it is it is yeah I'd recommend a, a walk down it um Possibly in the later part of the day when it's cooled down <laughs> a bit, not in, in the middle of the day. That was it, yeah. So 13 days of uh, French experience. Yeah, definitely sounds like you got a good uh, authentic experience of France. Yeah. yeah, no, no, we did. And just kind of, you know, can obviously book uh, Bordeaux on our website, mm-hmm. uh, the car rental through Hertz. We, we have great rates there. And, you know, if you want something different, a bit more tailor-made, just kind of ring one of the sales team. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You, I'll get all the, the names of them, um, BBs, guest houses, and also hotels in the centre, and we'll put them in the notes of the, the podcast, yeah. Yeah, so you'll be able to recreate Peter's trip and hopefully not get lost driving <laughs> yeah. around. Well, getting lost is all part of the <laughs> fun. <laughs> yeah, if you don't get lost, you're not having fun. <laughs> True. Great, thanks, Peter. Cheers. That's it for this week on the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Thanks to Peter and Stephen. And as always, thank you for listening. We hope you've been enjoying the podcast and the destinations we've been covering. If you have any questions or suggestions, drop us an email at podcast.clickandgo.com. If you've enjoyed this episode and all our previous episodes, please subscribe, rate it, or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share it and spread the word. Next week, I'll be reporting live from Princess Cruise's Crown Princess ship. So until then, goodbye. <laughs>